We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. B. Mitchell Finley, 1067 The Fan. B, I swear to goodness, Mullins was just the nicest he's ever been. I heard him. Could you hear him call Chase? Yeah. Hey, Hey, Chase. Chase. How you doing? Uh, We'll we'll be back in about 30 seconds. Uh, Just hold on, please. Hey, Chase. It's Jim from The Fan. You about ready to go on with the guys? Why don't you talk to us like that, Landfill? I mean, would you prefer I was a dick to the guy? I guess not. Yeah, Chase, you could be one. It's nah, Chase. Chase. It's Chase. Yeah. But we have no, see, and Mullins is like, well, I don't know Chase that well. I was like, man, we do. You're good. You can talk to him like you normally do. Yeah, talk to him like you talk to JP. Chase, what up? <laughs> not much. I appreciate having me on, and I appreciate Jen's phone etiquette. It was very nice. <laughs> it was very kind. It was too damn nice. Um, our guy Chase Hughes covers the Wizards for NBC Sports Washington. You can follow him at Chase Hughes NBCS. Uh, let's start big win last night, dude. Going down to Dallas, getting the dub. What'd you make of the game? I think it was great timing to get a win because it was the first game of a five-game road trip, a very important road trip with the trade deadline coming up. Also the first game since we learned that Kristaps Porzingis would be out for a while and also the first game since Rui Hachimura was traded. So it's like you go on the road, you've had all this happen with your team, you're trying to turn a new page, and you're able to do that by getting a big stop at the end on the road by stealing a pass from Luka Doncic. So all around, a big win and a good win. You know, maybe not in terms of the record of the Mavericks. They're 25-23. and They're a pretty disappointing team this year compared to what they were last season, but the timing of it made it pretty significant. I know you heard the stuff that Dinwiddie said after the game, but JP and I we were talking about <laughs> yeah. this stuff. But I would say the way you shut somebody up like that is you're playing against the Rockets next. They're not a good team. You beat them. And then what he said definitely goes away. But if you don't beat the Rockets, then what he says starts to get some type of uh, – carry some weight. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the first time Spencer Dinwiddie has said things like that. It's not the first time that the Wizards have clapped back uh, at him, and it just continues to be this saga where um, it's becoming more and more clear. It was clear at the time that the, the team that was in that locker room last year did not like each other, and a lot of it has been blamed on Spencer Dinwiddie. So I think that's why he tried to throw the, the first punch uh, through the media last night. But, you know, the Wizards are now 2-0 and against the Mavs this year. They've beaten them three times, all three times they've played since that trade. So they've sort of had the last laugh. But you're absolutely right about this next game. I mean, um, you're going up against the Houston Rockets team that is firmly in the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. They play hard, but they 
are very disorganized, but if you don't play hard and, you know, attack your closeouts and, and make sure that, you know, you don't leave them wide open from three-point range, they can get hot because they got a bunch of young players that are very talented scorers, and that game can get away from you, especially on the road. So this is, again, a really important stretch for them with the trade deadline coming up, and you got to take care of business against a bad team. Got to. Like, can I tell you the, the truth the deep inside my brain, perhaps in my soul, certainly in my heart, <laughs> I, I fear they lose tonight because I've seen this so many times with, with my Leboulet. Tell me they won't lose tonight. They won't lose tonight. Say it like you mean it. I did. Chase? Uh, I think they I think they win tonight. I mean, the, the Houston Rockets are pretty bad. Like, obviously, they're, they're young, they're talented. They got Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. and a bunch of guys that can fill it up. But um, they're pretty terrible. Like, they are arguably the worst team in the league. And the Wizards just came off a big win. They've been defending well lately. They've been shooting much better than they have for the majority of this season. They're now 4-2 and two without Chris Depp's Porzingis. And Kyle Kuzma's on a heater. And, you know, Bradley Beal is, is getting his legs back under him. So I, I think they have to be favored tonight, even though they're on the road. And, and because of that, I'll, I'll say they win. But, again, like I said, uh, there could be a letdown. You never know. Um, all right, we're talking with our friend Chase Hughes from NBC Sports Washington. Does a great job covering the Wizards. Uh, let's talk about this Rui trade. Um, in a vacuum, do you like it? And big picture, what does it say about the team? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. I think it was basically the best they could get uh, when given the parameters of the trade. I think it was pretty obvious they, they were going to trade him. They were very inclined to trade him, especially after – you know, his comments over the weekend where he basically said that he wouldn't mind being traded and, you know, said no comment when asked if he had requested a trade. Um, and there's just been a lot of trade rumors in the last few months. So I think the whole league knew that they needed to trade him. And I think it was pretty clear that they wanted draft capital. And for those reasons, and also because he's had a lot of trouble staying on the court the last few years, and he's going to be a free agent in a few months. I don't think getting a first-round pick was in the cards, even if they waited until the trade deadline and tried to find a desperate team. So I think they did the best that they could. So, um, yeah, I can't say I I love the trade, but I don't don't hate it. I think it's probably the precursor to something else. And, you know, that leads me to your next question with the big picture. I I think it'll be really interesting what they do with these draft picks because I could see it, as a lot of people have noted, like, okay, well, maybe they have more ammo to go out and get somebody to help them for a playoff push. The second-round picks? Yeah, I mean, just you know, just more things to throw in the pot. Um, yeah, but I would they want to make a trade with somebody else. But yo, how yeah. much? I'm I'm asking this seriously. How much value does a 2029 second round pick have? More than not having one to use. Yeah, they had, they <laughs> had lost saying? a lot of their second round picks uh, in recent years. But I think the one for this season uh, that's uh, going to come from Chicago has got some decent value because this is supposed to be. A really good draft. It's a very deep draft. Wimbanyama is obviously the big prize, and Scoot Henderson is a great player, but it's it's more than just the top two guys. But that leads me to kind of the other side of this, where if the Wizards want to hit the reset button, even in a small way, they now have an extra draft pick this year and more draft picks down the road. And it could be you know something that would be very smart to consider if they lose a few games over the next stretch, because uh, their first-round pick this year could go to the New York Knicks if they make the playoffs. It's lottery-protected, and again, it's a very good draft. So if you were to keep that draft pick and be like, okay, this isn't our year, you know, maybe it could work out for you in the long run. So uh, I think it gives them a little bit more flexibility, and what they got is just basically the best they could get for a guy that they felt compelled to trade. I just think that they, they basically were in a position, that, like you stated, they're not like another team in this town where 
The guy gets to a point they can't get nothing for him. They were like, look, we're not going to keep him, so we're going to get something for him. Are are they getting enough out of their first-round draft picks? Because I, I recognize they're not getting top three picks. And when they did, the last couple top threes, I think, were Wall, Beal, and Otto. And certainly Wall and Beal hit. No matter what happened with John later in his career, he was a great player for a while. Brad's been a really good player. Otto, I would even say, has been pretty good. Um I know now he's kind of bouncing around, but like we went through their last five picks, and it's who is it? Rui, Kisbert, Denny, all those guys, the same people. Uh, Troy Brown and Johnny Davis. I don't think well, they're not getting enough from their draft picks for what they need to be contenders in the NBA right now, um, because they bet a lot on these first round picks to develop into high impact players and that just hasn't happened yet and I think it's probably a reminder that young guys take time if you are trying to you know increase the upside of your roster and get better through the first round uh, and you're picking ninth 10th 15th then you're going to have to have a little bit of patience with these guys but for where they selected uh, you could argue that they're getting maybe what you would expect from the ninth 10th and 15th overall pick it's not like they've like completely whiffed on those of course we'll see what happens with Johnny Davis like they've picked Solid rotation players, but I think for them to become contenders, they need those guys to be more than that. Mm-hmm. And who has NBA the best chance, Denny? Much, well, he's only twenty-two. He was he turned twenty-two a few weeks ago. I think long term, he's still worth betting on his upside because he might not reach his prime for another four, five, six years. Like look at Kyle Kuzma; he's twenty-seven right now. I think he probably entered his peak of his prime just a, maybe down the stretch of last year. Um, but in order for the Wizards to be contenders, I think they're going to have to start over-indexing on these draft picks. They've gotten basically nothing out of the second round. The 9th, 10th, 15th pick, you, know, you could get more out of those selections. It's like if you're going to pick ninth, then yes, it's safe to expect a player to be as good as like Rui Hachimura or Denny Abdiya. But if this is really going to work, then you've got to start over-indexing on those picks. And if you look at NBA contenders around the league, they invariably over-index on their draft picks. Like, uh, we make a lot of, uh, about tanking and getting lucky in the lottery and getting the number one pick, getting the number three pick. All these teams, you know, find stars or something close to it later in the first round or even in the second round. I mean, look at the Golden State Warriors. They built an entire dynasty that has a, a wide-open window because they've drafted guys like Jordan Poole yeah. um, without relying on the lottery at all. I mean, they, they didn't pick any of their top players in the top five. Um, so I think the Wizards just, you know, they're going to have to get more from those guys if it's, if it's really, really going to work. But, you know, again, as a reminder of Jenny Abdiya's age, it, it could just take time. Because I, I think, you know, you fast forward three, four years from now, he could be a really good player. It's just, does that ma- match up with Bradley Beal, Kristaps Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma's timeline? That's a big question. Yeah, sometimes we just, we see other teams, these guys are young and they get it done. My, here's my issue is like, True. there's no guarantee tanking works. So if you don't want to tank, I get that. I just right. want you, like, and maybe this is an unfair comparison, but Kawhi Leonard and Giannis were 15th overall picks. Like, you can hit later in the draft. And maybe those are the two exceptions, but I feel like you see guys hit. I I just, I would love for the Wiz to break out of this. Maybe they can get a play-in series win and just be something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's necessary. I would point to, like, the New Orleans Pelicans, for instance. Like, everyone uh, focuses on the fact that they got Zion Williamson. They struck gold, obviously, winning the lottery. But 
they keep finding guys in the second round, late first round, Trey Murphy the third, Jose Alvarado, Herbert, Herbert Jones. He was all defense um, right away in the NBA. I think uh, Dyson Daniels is going to be really good. They, they continue to outperform their draft position. Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies are exactly like that, too. Desmond Bain thinks gonna, I think he's going to be an all-star. He's like the 28th pick. The Wizards haven't done enough of that. You basically have to do that to be an NBA contender these days. I'm with you there, Chase. Dude, we appreciate it. All right, uh, Chase. Everything good with you? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. Yo, I, and I, Landfill won't be nice next time. Yeah, Landfill's just going to be his <laughs> usual self. Dude, were you involved in the um, district basketball day? Like D.C. What, I forget. Basketball day in the DMV. Yeah, it was, How it was, was it? awesome, honestly. Where I mean, were you? It was great. I, I, I went to Damasa, their home gym. I mean, obviously a very historic uh, arena and – and I didn't do the Damatha game. It was Glenelg Country versus Gwen Park. But I love being on the sideline for basketball. And to do it for high school hoops in this region was just – it was really special. And I think it's a sign of more to come, and I'm excited about that. Did you get to meet my boy Mark from Capital Hoops? Oh, no. I, I met some of his uh, his uh, colleagues, but okay. I did not meet Mark Stern, the vaunted Mark Stern. I need I should have introduced myself, but I, I was super busy. You know, I was locked in. When I do sideline, man, it's, it's – uh, it's a it's a big ordeal. Yeah, man, you gotta be you gotta be locked in for that. Well, dude, I appreciate you making time for us. Please, Wizards, win tonight. Yeah. Got to win tonight. That's Got you, to. That's how you don't give that other stuff late. Chase, make sure they win, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best. All right, All right Chase. thanks, man. That's our guy, <laughs> Chase right, Hughes. You, you can give him a follow at Chase Hughes NBCS. When we return, we're gonna make some bets. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.